There's another one you don't want to hear. Frankly, neither do I. Right now on the Power Chord Hour, we're talking to Steve Neurotic of the legendary New Jersey punk band Shower With Goats, as well as his other projects, Steve the Neurotics. Shower With Goats just released a previously unreleased album called This Is Not A Reflection on Steve's charity label, Not For Profit Records. And uh, he just, you know, it's funny if you've uh, been listening to the show, he was our very first guest just around the time he started that label. And uh, we're going to talk about the band, the label, the new record, and uh, just everything else kind of going on around that whole uh you know what uh steve's doing musically so steve man how are you good man how you been it's been a long time i've been doing i've been uh very well and yeah it really has like i said it's uh i mean it's insane to think now it's been like four years since you've been on but yeah very first interview and uh at the time yeah you were working i believe doing some stuff with steve and the neurotics and you just started not-for-profit records and we're going to get into all that and everything, but, you know, obviously you have a new record here with uh, the new Shower with Goats. And it was recorded a little while back, I know. This has uh, been a while uh, since you guys did it, but uh, how how far back did you actually record this record? When was this actually recorded? <clears throat> well, the bulk of it was recorded uh, in December 2008, and then I went back down and redid some vocals uh, I think in April 2009, so I, I'd call it like 11 years. Oh wow! So yeah, you you've had this in the uh, in the can for a little while. I mean, did you like the entire time in between? You know, the the 11 years was the plan always that it was going to get released, or at some point in there did you just think, all right, this is just never going to happen? No, I always planned on it. Um, you know, when when uh, we were done recording, we we actually jumped the gun and got like 500 CDs pressed and put it up, um, you know, for sale and uh, as well as for download. Um, but then we realized, you know, man, this this just doesn't sound right because we uh, we tried, you know, back when we did our first album, Just Another Day. You know, you could go into a studio and you could record and mix an album in two days. And, you know, the, the last time we recorded, um, you know, was before our seven year hiatus from 2000 to 2007. And uh, back then you could, you know, do stuff like that. And, uh, you know, fast forward to 2008, 2009 studios using pro tools and stuff like that and that was our first experience with that and um you know while you may think it's you know easier or people might might think that it's easier now um people expect more out of a record now that you know technology is where it is um you know even with punk bands and pop punk bands they expect you know a a smooth sounding produced record. Um, so we thought we could get away with, with doing what we did on just another day, you know, record one day, two days and mix the whole album in another. And, uh, so we got home, we got 500 CDs press, put up for sale, 
and not long after we pulled it and there's maybe 40 or 50 cds in the wild maybe a few people paid to download it um the bulk of the cds that are out there the original session uh we're like friends and family, like close friends and family. So, um, yeah, so we uh, just kind of shelved it. And then a year later, the studio, Crescendo Studios, that was owned by Addison Burns and uh, Darren Neufer, um, they sold it. And all of the um, recordings you know, that they had done there with bands, they, they saved them, but they were just dismantled on various hard drives all over the place. And I asked, uh, Darren knew for probably I've, I've been bugging him for the past, like six or seven years <laughs> to <laughs> get me the, uh, entire session. I was like, dude, I'll, I'll have Amazon send you, you know, a, uh, external, uh, hard drive just dump it all on there and you know send it to me you know but um you know he's a busy guy as you know most people are busy especially before covid um and uh i got a hold of him again once this covid thing started i was like dude i was like you're you're probably sick of hearing it from me but you know, with COVID and everything now, I figured you might have some time to dig through all the old drives and, and try and find that session. And he found it and, nice. um, he put it, um, on like, uh, I don't think it was Google drive. I think it was, uh, what's the other big one that people use Dropbox Dropbox. That was it. He put it up on Dropbox and I downloaded it. It was like 21 gigs or something like that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, you know, the whole thing. And, uh, I posted in the, uh, the New Jersey pop punk group asking around, Hey, is there anyone in here who owns a studio who would be able to take, you know, a, an 11 year old recording done on pro duels if they have, you know, the entire bulk, you know, session of files and pull it up you know um how it was and redo it and eric victor from creep records i think was uh the first or second person to respond to me and you know uh i knew him from way back i mean he he used to put out some great releases you know plow united boils um you know he did some great stuff the halflings um and uh I said, uh, you know, let's give it a shot. Take uh, one song, two songs, and uh, do, you know, do a rough and see what we could come up with here. Um, and he got me those, and they sounded phenomenal. Um, I mean, you know, technology in the, uh, you know, audio engineering industry has come a long way in 11 years. So you could do a lot of things that, weren't possible you know even with pro tools in 2008 you know there's been oh, a lot yeah. of advances since then um in recording and and, and production you, and, you, you uh, think it got easy like it like from uh you know even like that 11 years like you were saying how going in and like you know two days wasn't enough and stuff does it seem like it's kind of gotten 
you know, maybe a little simpler in that time? Like maybe they fixed some of those kinks? No, it's it's still <laughs> not. You still can't record and mix an album in two days anymore. <laughs> but you can fix stuff that you couldn't fix. Um, I really didn't want to redo a whole lot of things on this recording i it was you know it was of that era and i, I kind of wanted to keep it and i said look i said you know you're gonna hear off vocals you're gonna hear out of tune guitar um because my main guitar that i still have to this day is my 1994 bc rich nj series and it has a floyd rose tremolo system which is notorious for going out of tune 10 seconds into a song <laughs> um i mean you know i love that guitar it's you know it was on every shower with groats recording before um we used it for some of the songs on uh, this is not a reflection and uh some of them I ended up borrowing a guitar that, you know, they had uh, in the studio because it just kept going out of tune, kept going out of tune. And um, so, you know, things that they weren't able to fix, you know, in mixing back then, like, like an out of tune guitar lead, you know, that was uh, on the song pure, there is a kind of like a lead at the end that goes on and fades out that was completely out of tune. And, you know, back then you couldn't say, Hey, could you tune that, you know, guitar recording (laughs) and make it, you know, make it fit. And, uh, um, they'd be like, what are you nuts? You got to redo the damn thing. I mean, you know, um, that's definitely modern technology. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, stuff with vocals and everything, you know, too. I mean, there's only so much they could do, you know, as, as far as if you were out of tune, um, you know, when we recorded, it had been, you know, a long time since, since I had actually used my voice. Um, we did a reunion show like a year before in 2007, and then this is, you know, a year and a half later, you know, that I hadn't really used my voice to the full extent. So I was having some issues, um, you know, with some high notes and stuff like that, um, just because I was out of practice. And, um, you know, the other guys live up in Pennsylvania and now I'm in Texas, but when we recorded, that session i was living in north carolina so we um you know just kind of sent files back and forth um you know online and we practiced the night before we we recorded and in addison burns storage unit he had a storage unit that um his band's practicing and uh you know that was the practice that we got for that entire album. Oh, gee, <laughs> like, my God, two man. Hours. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. uh, we went in and, uh, I mean, we actually pulled it off. I mean, for the most part, it's just, you know, there were things, it just stuff was like out of tune or, and, and, you know, things like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, it came out like it came out good. Like, I don't feel like listening to it now. I'm not like, Oh, like that sounds like it was done like two days. Like there's, there's really like nothing like that. I feel like it came out well and kind of going with that too, man. Like 
I mean, I, I've realized talking to, uh, you know, like other, other bands kind of from your guys' era too, as well as that, where there was a time where that was the normal kind of thing. Like a punk band would just kind of go in and like, you know, they go in, they, maybe they'd practice the songs, maybe they wouldn't, it, but you know, they would go in and do it with like, you know, a weekend or whatever, you know, you try to do it really yeah. fast. Do you like, do you miss like that at all? Cause a lot of things that I hear from people that they go, the thing that we're missing now because of that is the urgency, you know, like going in, sometimes there is something magical of like trying to do it in such, you know, a short amount of time. Yeah, I actually do miss it. Um, you know, I, I, people expect too much nowadays, you know, out of an album and it's so hard to compete. You know, everybody wants that perfect sounding record, you know, and if you listen to the old Showers Goats recordings, I mean, you know, they were raw, you know, um, oh, yeah. like even we classify ourselves as a raw classic pop punk band you know we don't we don't have a bunch of fancy stuff going on you know um in most of our songs um but people expect you know that out of bands and and especially recordings nowadays um that that polished feel to it and it's kind of lost that punk rock edge you know yeah um so yeah, I, I do miss it. And, um, you know, it, it just was captured differently back then. You know, it gave it, like I said, a more raw feel. And uh, even even the whole Internet thing, even the way the whole, you know, bands, uh, you know, got their stuff out there. I mean, I'm still stuck in 1998, 1999, <laughs> you know, trying to promote this record like I Honestly, you know, for the most part, I don't know what the hell I'm doing because, uh, you know, back when I had to promote an album, you know, last, it was you send in copies to MRR, Razor Cake, Punk Planet, you know, um, you know, MRR put it, used to put out that thing, book your own effing life. Oh, hell yeah. I've heard um, about that. And it used to have contacts of, you know, people who did college radio shows and people who did, you know, smaller zines and, um, you know, that's how we used to function. I mean, uh, I would even like, you know, back before most people had CD burners, I would take cassettes and just dub, you know, four or five songs on a cassette and just write down, you know, the contact info go to like a big show at city gardens or something and just hand out tapes for free or drop them or drop them off in a box at, you know, a record store, um, you know, for people to take. And, you know, that was how you promoted stuff. And now it's like, there's, there's such a saturation of it, you know, with online and it's really competitive. And, um, you know, I, I see some bands just coming out of the woodwork and uh, succeeding with it. And uh, I'm just wondering, like, you know, what the hell are they doing? Do they have like, you know, uh, you know, $10,000 advertising budget or something like that? You know, or, you know, what are they doing that I'm not, you know? Um, so, 
yeah, not only do I miss the whole recording process, I, I just miss the whole thing, the way things were, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, um, I, I'd imagine too, like you were like what you were just talking about too, like you're no longer in competition just with, I mean, I don't know if you want to use the word competition, but like, I think you get what I'm saying where it's like before, maybe, maybe you're just trying to get, you know, your record in and you're kind of up against the other bands from your area, you know, like New Jersey, you know, uh, like other New Jersey punk bands and stuff. Whereas now with right. the internet, it's like, Christ, you got every, you have everybody in every area, every city, every town. Like now it's not just the punk bands in, in your scene. Now it's every single goddamn punk band that exists. You're kind of you know, know. up against. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's, you know, how it feels. And, uh, you know, I've never been about, you know, fame and fortune and, or, you know, never even thought about, you know, oh, getting, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of streams. But, you know, the one thing that's important to me, you know, everything that I put out musically now is on my not-for-profit records label, which is 100% you know, nonprofit, every release that I do, um, every bit of profit goes to different charities. I only keep the money that I put into it. Um, you know, I only take that back. So it's, you know, a big focus more than anything to try and get eyes on the label. Um, you know, as a whole, uh, to try and, and help out these charities, um, you know, that's even more important to me than, you know, getting eyes on the new release or the band. Of course, that, that all ties together since, you know, I do the label. Um, so, but that's, you know, why I'm trying to figure this whole thing out and, and how to get out there more. I mean, I can't, uh, find, you know, uh, places that'll even review uh you know a record other than mrr like i sent them the the just another day uh, 20th anniversary final and the pink lincoln's headache reissue at the same time and they reviewed both of them um you know in the the print scene as well as you know they they archive it like a month or two after it comes out online you could get like a pdf of it um and they reviewed both of them but as far as like you know online i haven't been able to find you know places that will publish stuff and you know i contact the websites and everything like that and send them you know press kits and links to downloads and everything and it's just super competitive it's like it's uh you know it definitely seems like it being from the other you know i i'm not on like that you know i'm kind of on the opposite side of that and like i can't imagine I, I've thought of that a lot where it's like, you know, that's why I try to listen to like anything that anyone sends me because it's like, damn, that is, it, it can't be easy. That, that's that's a whole nother part of being in the band that I don't think people think of. It's like you're releasing the music, but now you have to like actually like distribute it, get people to hear about it, spread the word. Like that's a whole nother section of it that I think a lot of people don't think about. Exactly. Exactly. But, so, you know, that's uh you know, that's where we stand now. But as far as the release, uh, this is not a reflection. Um, you know, I'm really happy with, with how it came out in the end. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the album that I believe it was meant to be. Um, you know, even 
even though those songs are, you know, an old recording, um, they're new to people for the most part. And, um, you know, what, what a lot of people also don't know is that most of those songs, probably like 80% of the songs on that album were written in the seven-year hiatus that Sheriff Goats had between when we broke up in 2000 and when we were formed in 2007. Um, I, I continued, you know, like writing, and I just had little, you know, home recordings of just me, you know, vocals and guitar, and I just kept them and just sat on them. And when we did that reunion show, I think we played one one of those songs um and uh so it's you know even though it's uh a lot produced than just another day it's 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 almost like it's just another day part two because the songs were written you know right after we broke up so it's especially maybe not just another day but you know we had that getting lucky cd that had a bunch of um you know, unreleased songs like Motivation and Me Versus Myself, which was on that uh, Spring Man uh, um, Punk Rock Strike, the first one oh, compilation nice. that they put out. And I know a lot of people like that song, Me Versus Myself. Well, you know, these songs that are on This Is Not a Reflection, you know, some of these songs were written, you know, one or two years after you know that came out so um yeah a lot of people might not know that um that's pretty neat but like that has the for you too then like since they were written you know not only has the album like you said you guys recorded this really like 11 years ago but then you were writing songs even prior to that i mean this has to feel good then yeah as an artist probably being like oh i finally you're you're kind of finally getting that gratification even though it's a little while later it's like hell yeah like you know we're getting we're getting that record out into the world finally you know that that has to feel good exactly and and also because there's there's several songs on the release like rise above which are very special to me because they're they're very personal they're you know they're like rise above is is kind of like a, a story of uh you know a period in 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 my life when I was living in North, my wife and I were living in North Carolina and we hated it there, hated it there so much. And it was, it was about how much, you know, we, we didn't like, you know, just kind of like the, the local people there, the ones who are from there and how we wanted out. And if you listen to the lyrics, you know, it's, it's about that. And, uh, you know, we finally got out in 2014. Um, you know, we moved to Texas, um, which, which has been, you know, good to us. Um, but that song, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's really personal to me. And, and at the end, um, is probably one of the favorite things out of everything I've ever recorded. Um, is that, uh, multiple vocal harmony, which Addison Burns from Quit um, sings on. Oh, nice! And Quit was the reason 
I started Shower with Goats. Like the early um, songs that are considered classic Shower with Goats, like Back to Me, Stranded. Um, I wrote while I was staying at the bass player of Quit Tony's house in Miami um, for like a week or two. Uh, I wrote, you know, he'd be at work during the day and he had a bass there and uh, a guitar. And I, I wrote them like there, like, you know, nice. <laughs> so um, to have, you know, the vocalist that, you know, made me want to start Shower with Goats, um, not only recording the album, but actually singing on it, um, you know, that was really, really cool to me. And, and on top of it being a special song already, that meant a lot to me. And that was very personal. Just having him do, do the, you know, those incredible vocal harmonies at the end was like spectacular. So I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that, you know, that song is seeing the light of day the way it, you know, was meant to be the way it was, you know, how I envisioned it. That That so. is, that's rad. And I know like it, I know that you mean it when you say, th- when you say it's like awesome to have her on because uh, you're, you're the reason I even know who quit is last time we talked, I remember you turning me on to them. So I remember last time you had a lot of kind words for them. So that, that's pretty cool that uh, you got her on there. That's, that's really rad. Yeah. They, uh, uh, Shower Scouts, uh, I mean, probably would exist, but probably it definitely wouldn't be the same. I mean, different sound, you know, we we used to cover it's all the same, and people thought that was an original at first, and <laughs> you know, people thought that was our song, and uh, so we, we turned a lot of people in, in Jersey on to quit because they wanted to hear the original, so um, you know, they kind of searched it out and uh. I promoted them to everybody I could. I was just like, you know, there's this incredible, um, like they're legends in South Florida, you know, they're, you know, they're kind of like gods, uh, down there. That's where they're from, Um, right? Florida. Yeah. Yep. They're from Miami. And, um, so yeah, I helped, you know, turn a lot of people on to them through, uh, covering it's all the same on our, on our first demo and, and also on just another day. And then, uh, on the logo seven inch, we did another song changes that was by them. Um, so yeah, it was really cool. A lot of respect for those guys. No, that, that is awesome. And, you know, kind of, kind of going back to the new record as well. And I mean, Mm -hmm. I know we keep talking about it, how, you know, it's been a, it's been a while and whatnot, but I mean, were there any songs on this that you'd kind of forgotten about? Because I like it. You were saying too, like how they are. It, I guess you didn't say this, but it's kind of like a time capsule. Where like you know, this song, you can listen back and you're like, oh yeah, this song's about this part of my life and whatnot. Were any of those like ones? Were there any of these that like surprised you that you had forgotten about, like since recording this, or did you kind of remembered most of it? There was one in particular, and. I wasn't really going to talk about it because I, I kind of want to try to bury it. But on the original Reflection release, you know, that very few people have, there was a song on there called Southern Hospitality. And the lyrics weren't very nice. And a lot of people 
don't you know don't know because the lyrics in that original song didn't portray it but it was about an ex that was physically abusive toward me and so I had a lot of pent up animosity and anger and hatred towards her. So the lyrics in that song are very harsh, a lot of name calling and, um, you know, things have changed a lot since that was recorded. Um, you know, and, and I went and listened to that song and I was like, man, I was like, you know, that, I, you know, I don't want to put that out there, you know, it's, mm. it's like calling, you know, a, a female, you know, derogatory names and, you know, people won't know the story behind it, you know, yeah. that, you know, I, I was really angry at the time because of, of, you know, what happened to me. So I, uh, opted to write new lyrics for that. And it's, it's on, this is not a reflection as a ode to a PVP tryhard. And it's um, people that play video games. will get it. I was um, trying to figure out what that title meant. I, I, I have to say I, I do. Apparently I don't. Cause yeah, I was trying to figure out the reference in that. <laughs> yeah. PV, PVP is player versus player. You know, the, oh, okay. the guys that play call of duty and stuff like that, you know, they're like, there's a reference to, to being sweaty in there. you know, the people that, that are, you know, really like, you know, you'll go in there and, and they'll kill you 50 times, you know, over in the game, you know, people refer to them as sweaties or tryhards. Um, <laughs> so, you know, Ode to a PVP tryhard. And it's like, I, nice. I get so angry. I've broken like controllers. And, and at the end, you could hear, <laughs> um, you know, I won't spoil it, but if you listen to the ending, it's kind of funny. It is a good, e- um, <laughs> it is a good ending. <laughs> But so, you know, I took something that was negative um, because I'd forgotten, you know, just how harsh those lyrics were. And, um, you know, of course, at the, at the time, you know, uh, I feel, you know, I feel that I was expressing how I felt at the time. And, and mm-hmm. I don't have have any apologies for that. I think I was right in, in how I felt. But, you know, putting this out now, it's it's not representative of who I am. Um, it's not representative of, you know, how I would deal with that now. Um, you know, I don't I don't think using like derogatory names, uh, you know, against females is, is uh, a good thing by any means. Oh, totally. So. But the reason I didn't want to mention it is because, you know, people are going to try and find that original now, you know, and, and you know, um, you know, it's not something I'm proud of. Let's, you know, just it's cool. It though. It's, it's cool. You went back, though, and like you're saying, like, you know, you, 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 you could switch it around and like, I mean, because it is, too. I mean, that's it, you obviously wrote it, you know, well over a decade ago. So it's cool that you had the chance to put this out and, you know, kind of rewrite that into, like you said, I mean, something more positive and, you know, something different and a great song too, to be honest. It, it uh, Something funny. Yeah. You know, I turned something that was, you know, a, a dark point in my life that, um, you know, kind of screwed me up mentally and turned it into 
something funny, you know, a funny song. Like I, I know some people that are, you know, PVP tryhards and I sent it to them before it came out and, and let them hear like rough mixes and they, they're, you know, laughing like crazy. They're like, Oh my God, you know, like, you know, if you're not a PVP person, you might not get it, but you know, for PVP people that, that do play those games, uh, I think they'll get a kick out of it. Oh, I, I think they will not now knowing what it means. The, uh, yeah, that outro is, is great. That, that outro <laughs> re- relates well with, I, I will, uh, the, we'll play a bunch of songs off the album after uh, the interview and everything. Maybe, maybe we'll have to throw, uh, that one on there, but, uh, well, it does have explicit lyrics still in it. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That yeah. Is the, true. The, ending, <laughs> the end line. Maybe on the pod, we're, we're okay on the podcast. We can throw some F-bombs on there on the radio part. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll leave that out or, uh, censor it. But, uh, yeah. but, uh, you know, like, is there any, uh, is there any other, I mean, I know this just got released, but I mean, when you're looking back through old shower with goats material, I mean, you, you have put stuff out before, um, of unreleased stuff like we're getting lucky like you were mentioning is there anything else out there that uh you know you could see getting released anytime soon you got any like old other like unreleased shower with goats material material that uh you know has not seen the light of day <laughs> there is only one shower with goats song that has never been released really and it's gonna stay that way <laughs> it's um it, it's an instrumental sort of um it it's called swg and um it was when we were recording the song useless for the drive-through records mullet core comp oh nice we did we did that in a song called what happened to you which we released on uh band camp um in kind of like a outtakes uh, thing that we have on there called our apologies or something like that. Um, but you could hear it. I think, I think I put it on the now streaming version of getting lucky. Cause we put, um, you know, all of our stuff on, on streaming services just recently. And uh, you know, it's called getting lucky stream version because I removed the songs that were on just another day from there since that's up there already and since we've done the you know 20th anniversary reissue and um yeah there was what what happened to you um which i think is on that string version and then we had a little bit of time left and we just kind of jammed like this instrumental and the beginning of it is just uh an an ex of mine at the time not the same ex, by the way, that was mentioned previously. And she goes, ha, 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 you guys suck at the beginning of the song. <laughs> and it's just an instrumental, um, you know, for the rest of it. Um, but it, it's we just kind of did it for us, you know. Mm. And that's the only thing. That was 98. Oh, wow. okay. Um, yeah, that's a, that's an oldie. That. Yeah, like I said, we were in there doing, you know, drive through asked us to do an unreleased song for Mullet Core and we gave them Useless, which, uh, you know, I'm not very fond of that song. Um, or Well, I'm not very fond of the recording. Uh, it was kind of rushed because they had a deadline and uh, it, it didn't come out the way I envisioned it. But 
Um, you know, I kind of wish we had a, a better song or, or at least a better recording of the song to give them at the time, but it is what it is, you know, but that's, that's the only shower with goat song. That's, you know, no one has, uh, uh, I mean, the other two band members, uh, Dave and, uh, Dave's brother, Todd, that played bass for us at the time might have it on a cassette somewhere but i think i'm the only one that has an actual like cd or digital recording of it nice um yeah and it's gonna stay that way it's <laughs> it's just you know you got to keep something to yourself you yeah know? that's, that's um, true that's true but um i have been writing a uh, new material and we actually were supposed to record um a new uh, either EP or full length this past summer, but then COVID happened in March and uh, that wound up not happening. So we're, we're shooting now for January uh, to record. And uh, I'm going to go up to um, Carlisle PA where the, um, other two guys live and this time we're not gonna uh, try and do a two-day recording <laughs> give yourselves a little more time i'm gonna spend i'm gonna spend like a week up there and two days are gonna be practicing and we're gonna give it five days in the studio oh nice recording and mixing and um hopefully by then uh we should have enough new songs for a full length for it to be a full length. Yeah. I mean like during, uh, during like all of this, I mean, have you been, is it like musically like people, I, when I talk to people either it's done a lot for them creatively where they're writing tons and tons or it's the other way where it just really hasn't like, like, has it hit you more creatively? Do you feel like during this pandemic, do you feel like you've been more creative or not really? Not really. Um, because uh, you know, uh, and I, I've mentioned this in other other um, interviews I've done. I've I've suffered with you know depression and, and anxiety since I was a child, and um, you know it's just kind of brought on a lot of depression. I mean, you know, there's there's days when uh, you know, or, or weeks when I've sat around just doing nothing. I mean, like. You know, there's been weeks where for a whole week I didn't shower, you know, I mean, just, you know, just because I'm, I'm so like, you know, just depressed. And, and I mean, I know everybody's going through it, you know, I mean, even people who don't, you know, suffer from depression, anxiety, they're feeling some, you know, kind of sadness or some sort of, you know, bad feeling. Um, in regards to, you know, how the world is right now. And for me, you know, there's, there's, I mean, there's good days and there's bad days, but, you know, there's been a lot of bad days where literally just don't feel like doing anything. Um, But, you know, I, I know that the goal is for us to record in January and I already have, um, you know, a bunch of songs were in and, and, uh, demoed, um, <clears throat> and I need to finish some more. 
Um, so I'm gonna kind of have to pick myself up off the ground and just bite the bullet and do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, one, you know, good thing that did come out of it is I don't think the session, you know, that this is not a reflection would have happened, um, were not for COVID. Um, you know, that's, that's one thing that kept me busy for the past, you know, several months working on it. I mean, I don't know if you saw the promo video that we yeah, put out for I, it. Yeah, I did. It's very, I love it. It, it. It's great. People, people should definitely check that out on uh, your guys' YouTube page. I mean, it's all over your social media too. You can find it on there, but it's on YouTube and stuff too. Yeah, it's it's got uh, Jarrett from Bowling for Soup uh, in it, uh, Chris from Less Than Jake, Mikey Erg, um, Chris from Pink Lincolns, um, Soma Snake Oil, who, uh, if you don't know, is, is Fat Mike's ex-wife. That's right. Um, I knew I knew her from some, I, I did know yeah. that. Yeah, she's in there. Um, you know, I, I contacted, you know, some people that I, I knew or, or people that I knew who knew, you know, the person mm. and said, Hey, you know, I'm doing this video and, uh, you know, all those people in there were, were cool enough to, uh, send me clips for it, you know? Um, so, you know, between that and, you know, keeping in contact with all those people and, you know, I put the video together, I pieced it together and did all the editing and everything myself. Um, you know, between that and, and working on stuff with, um, you know, this is not a reflection that's kept me busy and that's kept my mind off of, you know, the whole COVID thing and, and helped a lot, you know, with the depression is, is, uh, you know, being busy with that. Oh yeah, um, no, that has to, so, that definitely has to help with that. That's, uh, being able to have like an outlet like that, I, I would think would, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, not solve everything, but definitely help out with, uh, things and giving you something to do as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say what, but if you notice the title, this is not a reflection. There's three periods at the end of it. The Ooh. title is actually, this is not a reflection period, period, period. There's a reason it's that way. Oh, nice. and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say why or what or anything in case it doesn't pan out <laughs> what we're planning. <laughs> um, cause you know, then yeah, I don't want to hear, oh, you said you were going to do this. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. No, it's better so, sometimes uh, not to, <laughs> but yeah, there is a reason that there's a, a, uh, there's, th there's three dots at the end of the title. That's all I'll say about that. That you know, is for a, now. That is awesome, man. Because I mean, really you guys haven't been, uh, you know, I mean like, like last few years, I know you, you put a few things out, uh, re-release some stuff with like not for profit, uh, records and everything, but yeah, like the band really hasn't been, uh, it seems like as active as it is right now in like quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like, like I said, I thought I'd take the opportunity now. Um, well, 
you know, we already planned on, on recording. Uh, like I said, it was supposed to be this past summer. But um, when that didn't happen, I said, hey, let's, let's give another shot at trying to get, you know, the uh, session files from um, what was supposed to be our second full length, you know. Um, so that worked out, you know. Um, but I'm always writing. I, I mean, there might be, you know, a month that goes by, you know, when I'm just not feeling it and. You know, I might be on a playing video games kick or whatever, <laughs> but, um, you know, songs just come to me out of nowhere. Um, you know, I, I never really sit down and try to write something. It's, uh, you know, either I'll have a dream or I'll be laying in bed, you know, trying to fall asleep and, uh, a batch of lyrics and vocal harmonies or, or a guitar riff or something will just, you know, come into my head and I'll have to go and get up out of bed, go into my, my little home studio and record them because if I don't, they're gone. Like <laughs> I'll just forget it. I, I have to make like a little basic recording of it so that I remember the next day. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of always how, you know, the majority of songs have uh, come to me has just been popping in my head out of nowhere, um, you know. The uh, so. the first time we uh, had you on back in 2016, um, like I mentioned earlier, I mean, you just started doing not for profit records, and uh, your first release, I know you did with uh, your project Steve the Neurotics. And uh, your first release on there, that split with Krista Makes of Lesson Jake. Um, I mean, do you have any more future plans with Steve and the Neurotics? Like, is that something that you think you will continue? Like, I'm, I'm sure you're not working on right now, but I mean, is that something that you see continuing in the future? Is that like kind of an outlet for you when you're doing like non-shower with goats things? Yeah, because, you know, I'm I'm so far from the other bandmates that you know, there's long periods of time where we don't see each other, but, you know, I still got that itch, you know, yeah, I still got that itch to, to write and record stuff. And a lot of the stuff, you know, that I write, um, doesn't fit as shower with goat songs. I mean, there's been some stuff I recorded as Steven, the neurotics that could have been shower with goat songs and, and, <laughs> A couple actually that uh, one of my band members was kind of like, man, why didn't you save that for Shower with Goats? <laughs> but, you know, for the most part, it's like, like for people that have heard, you know, the falling that I put out, um, there's some different styles on there. You know, there's there's some songs that wouldn't be considered punk. They'd be considered maybe indie, maybe alternative uh, i don't know but they're definitely not pop punk they're definitely not you know they don't have a shower with goat sound to it so that's also my outlet for stuff that just doesn't fit with shower with goats um you know so I, i definitely plan on on continuing that uh good thing is i've been you know learning to play drums uh the past couple years and um i've been uh because like on that that split with chris and on the full length it's just drum loops 
you know i mean if you're not paying attention if you're not one of those people that analyzes stuff you know you might not even notice but it's just drum loops because i couldn't play drums and i didn't have a drummer accessible you know i i recorded the vocals i recorded the guitars the bass you know i could do all that but um several years back i picked up a, a usb drum kit uh you know a pretty decent one um that i could control the volume on so it won't annoy my neighbors <laughs> and uh and i've been starting uh, you know I, i've been practicing and just kind of teaching myself and i've gotten better i could um you know get through somewhat decently as as far as punk or pop punk goes you know uh entire songs with you know changing beats i mean it might not be anything fancy but you know you it does the job yeah i could keep a beat and uh so hopefully on the, the next you know thing i, I release for steven the neurotics that is you know properly mixed and everything um it'll have real drums on it nice. so it'll you know it'll sound more authentic <laughs> no that that's that's so. cool like and, and anyone who hasn't uh heard that album either is well worth uh, going and checking out and that that is what i like about it is there's songs on there that uh you know you can definitely be like oh yeah like steve wrote that but there are things in there that will kind of catch you off guard if you you know if you only know shower with goats like and i like that it, it is kind of a like everything flows well together but you do you go different places on there that uh i, I think is really is really neat is that uh is that still on Bandcamp? right people if they want to go check that out that's like on your Bandcamp and stuff Yep, and the second and what will be the final pressing, uh, concrete pressing on CD, I think we're down to like 10 copies. So uh, if you haven't picked up a CD and you want it, um, I suggest you get it now because in the format it's in now, there's not going to be any more pressings. Um, what I plan on doing is taking some of those songs from the full length and actually having real drums on there. Um, oh, nice. I'm not going to play the drums because, uh, you know, it's going to be years before, you know, I'm, I'm good enough and comfortable enough to do an entire album. Mm. Um, but I have a friend, um, you know, who lives in the area um, who's offered, you know, once COVID is over to go into, uh, a studio I've worked in before here, the one that actually mixed, um, the, uh, solo album. Um, you know, I did a rough mix at home, but I didn't feel as good enough. So I, I had the, the mixing outsourced to a local studio and, uh, you know, he agreed to, um, do drums for it you know just have a click at the beginning you know where right before it starts and you know he knows the song so he'll know where to come in and uh i want to you know redo it it'll be the same exact recording uh i i think except for the drums and um then i'll probably do a re-release of it oh cool that's really so neat. that's that's the plan uh, on that but you know, like I said, that's going to be post-COVID, you know. Um, 
I like the idea. Sure. Like, like I like I like that album, but like would like I I'm imagining and like going in with like real live drums and stuff. I feel like like even add to the songs even more. Like that'll only make the songs better, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that's you know that's one thing that was definitely missing. Um, but you know, I, I did what I could at the time. You know, um, I didn't know this person at at the time. Uh, when I recorded that, so that wasn't an option. So I just kind of had to go with what I had. But, um, you know, I, I feel the drum loops don't do it justice. Um, but uh, probably, I think there's 20 songs on that, including two covers. Um, when we redo it, it's probably going to be toned down to like maybe between 12 and 15 songs like you know the best ones you know uh from there will that be will that so. be hard for you or do you already kind of have an idea of like what you like if you had to kick it down to like a 12 song track list like do you already kind of have the idea or is this going to be really difficult for you to like figure out what ones you actually want to get rid of no i already i already have an idea oh, okay. uh, of it so uh you know, that won't be hard at all. There's there's some that, you know, after a while, I was just like, oh, you know, I, I didn't like that very much. Or, eh, you know, I could have done better or whatever. And, and of course, I take into consideration what's popular, you know, like, like what songs did people like and what songs did people not like. Um, so that's going to come into account as well. Um, Cause it's like, you know, there's some songs where I think, you know, I might be the, the only person that likes it, you know, <laughs> and it's like, why would I spend, you know, time and money, um, redoing those, you know, if it's, you know, if I'm the only person that's going to appreciate it and listen to it, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and every band has those songs, you know, oh, I mean, totally. It's very rare that there's, you know, like a flawless record where, you know, everybody likes every single song on there. So, no, I, I'm sure there's a lot of other bands who like your idea. Or probably like, yeah, I wouldn't mind going back and kind of like revising a few of our albums, maybe taking out some of those, uh, a few songs here and there. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're not, you're not uh, alone in that. No, as a matter of fact, uh, I was just talking to the old Charlotte Boots drummer Dave about a week or two ago. Um, I would have loved to have um, remixed Just Another Day, but the Master Dats, um, or ADATs rather, the Master ADATs have been lost. Oh, man. And, um, I remember giving them to someone who was like, I think it was a past band member. And I, I asked Dave, I said, do you have them? I said, you know, eight ads. I said, they were like uh, VHS tapes, but they were recorded audio and like, you know, studios would have, you know, if they were, if they could only record 16 tracks, they'd have two of them because each uh, ADAT recorder had eight tracks on it. So, but, you know, some studio, better studios would have three, you know, so um, they'd have uh, 24 tracks um, available for recording. Uh, but we had two for just another day. And I said, do you have those? And he, he said, no. I was like, are you sure? I was like, 
because I gave them to someone because I was trying to minimize um, like a, a lot of clutter and stuff. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to throw them away, obviously, but, you know, I, I gave them to someone who I knew wouldn't, um, you know, toss them, who would mean something to. And I can't, I can't recall who has them. So they're just lost. So, um, Man, I mean, maybe that's a good day. thing. <laughs> maybe you know, it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, and, and I don't know if I'd want to remix it too much because I, I want to keep the sense, um, uh, you know, I want to keep that era intact, you know, yeah. but that album was never mastered. And that's one thing, you know. Um, I mean, and a lot of bands didn't master stuff back then because it was just too expensive, you know. Um, and now it's a lot easier to get um, recordings mastered. Like for this is not a reflection. Everything on there is mastered. Um, every song on there has been mastered. Um, so I would have liked to at least had you know a, a slight remix, um, but mastering as well which if you're unfamiliar with, with the mastering term it's kind of what equals out all the levels um you know the eqs the bass and and the treble and and make sure that as an album it flows together you know um and that all the levels are the same in between songs you know so that it's kind of seamless mm-hmm. um so sorry if you hear grinding in the background when my neighbors is working on their car. <laughs> oh no, I can't, I can't hear anything actually. You're all good. Okay, good, good. But, um, yeah, I would have loved to have, have had just another day, uh, you know, mastered at least, but who knows where, uh, where those eight ads are. I have no <laughs> idea. But like you said, maybe they'll turn up someday. You never know. You never know. I mean, I'm sure there's a time where it was like, I mean, this, the, the new record, I mean, you know, there's probably a time like, oh, I don't know if this is going to get released. Then it gets released. You know, you you never you never know. Maybe one day we'll uh, that'd be great to hear that um, mastered and everything. That'd be that would be a uh, cool, cool to uh, see because you're right, too. Like, I mean, I don't I don't know tons about mastering, but I do know that it's a lot easier nowadays. I've even I don't know how well they work, but I've even seen like I mean, it's like very, very new stuff, but like you can almost do it like you're like automated mastering, like almost like the computer does it for you kind of thing. So it definitely seems like it's more doable now than, uh, than maybe back then. Yeah. And you could tell the difference. The, the songs, they're a lot brighter, a lot crisper. They, they just sound like it's like having like a, yeah, you know, these songs are awesome. And then having, whoa, this is a, you know, a, a breath of fresh air, you know? Yeah. Um, it it kind of brings that, you know, a uh, breath of fresh air to the recordings. Uh, you could, you could, you know, just tell the difference between one that's mastered and not. Um, so, yeah. But uh, I don't know if you uh, uh, are familiar with the old LA band, uh, uh, the last i've heard the name they, i don't know i'm not familiar outside of that I, i've heard their name a few times brought up 
they were big uh, in the late 70s and in L.A. They had an, an album called L.A. Explosion that was um, really big. And, and they, came, they came out of the same scene as like Descendants and Black Flag. Oh, and, nice. And, and everything and as a matter of fact on uh one of their albums uh they did an album in 2013 that bill stevenson and carl alvarez uh played on and oh, wow. uh, and uh, bill stevenson produced um so i guess you know they've known each other for a long time but um they had a second what was supposed to be their second album it was supposed to come out in 1980 and it got shelved and they just announced um, like a couple days ago that they're releasing it. And this is 40 years <laughs> later. Wow. Like there's, uh, you know, there was like 50 test presses made of it that have gone for between like 600 and $800 on Discogs <laughs> wow. uh, of, of the original, you know. But they, uh, you know remixed and and uh, mastered everything and uh you could get it uh i think on their band camp um it's uh limited colored vinyl and there's one that comes with a bonus seven inch and it's like 30 bucks for like the the uh, colored vinyl and the the bonus seven inch uh oh, package that's not bad at all but um yeah, I mean that that was an album that was shelved for forty years, so you know anything's possible. That you know that's why I bring that up because you're saying, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, wonder wonder you know how long you know stuff will take or if something will happen in the future. I mean, I, if I were those guys, I would have thought, okay, this is never coming out. <laughs> you know, um, I mean that's you know there's been like bootlegs of the test pressings and stuff out there you know but it's uh you know they didn't put it out for a reason obviously um but yeah it's finally gotten released and I I ordered a copy because uh I actually I make sure you know um I mean, you have to be friends with me on Facebook, but check out my my most recent Facebook post uh, from today. I, I posted a song of their first album, um, and it's you know it's one that I used to love when I was younger, and I hadn't listened to it for probably ten years until I you know I just heard that they're finally releasing that second album, and that made me, you know, um, grab you know the the first album and started listening to it and there's a song on there um that i posted you know on my facebook but um yeah it's incredible 40 years you know 1980 yeah, it was supposed to come out yeah i mean that that's yeah i mean for one 11 years looks like nothing compared to that that's like nothing now when you compare it to yeah, 40 I mean, years 40 years i mean i was three years old i'm 43 i wasn't even alive so um <laughs> yeah so that's uh <laughs> that's i'm now gonna have to check out this year. band too you've also done um i mean hopefully anyone listening to this as well but i mean even if nobody else just me you've gotten me really interested in this band because i've only ever heard the name and never i'd never realized they were i take it like a a punk band and have associations with like black flag and the descendants and all that so i'm definitely gonna have to go check them out yeah they they have they have that that 
late 70s LA sound like it it might you know they don't sound like descendants or like black flag they're like a mix like they're like a mix of like pop rock and and uh, classic rock and punk and uh you know but the song that i posted is probably their their most well-known and loved song it's got like some beach boys influence to it oh nice um it's really cool so yeah definitely check it out and uh if you want i I can't remember the name off the top of my head right now you could uh edit it in your uh (laughs) you know this conversation like like oh yeah you mean this the song uh blah 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 yeah yeah that oh that one yeah that one totally (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah so you could check out my facebook post uh with the youtube link to it that but um that is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to have to check out that band. Hopefully, uh, other people do too, as well as Quit. Quit is a Quit is another one people should go check out. And actually, you know, I I had this written down. We we want to. I do actually want to bring this up for a second before we close things here. But last time sure. you were on, you know, I I we did talk about Quit and a bunch of other kind of like good obscure bands, kind of or like maybe more unknown bands that maybe you guys came up with back in the day. And I remember back then we had to cut a lot of that out just for time's sake. So that would be fun this time. Like, you know, I mean, last time we talked about Quinn's stuff, but are there any bands like maybe off the, you know, I'm not giving you very much time to think about this, but off the top of your head, are there any like obscure, lesser known bands that Shower With Goats came up with that, uh, you know, you think people should go check out? And I mean, not, and it's nice now, you know, with all the, there's all those archives and stuff online for like, you know, including like when New Jersey punk bands and stuff where, People can go find right. them, but like, are there any ones you would say go check out that people maybe don't know about? Uh, well, I don't know. It's like, he, like you, you said, you know, that Shower with Goats came up with. I don't know about that, but personally, um, the band Jolt, uh, who were from, um, I think, uh, was it Alameda County or something like that? Like Fremont area of California jolt. Um, unfortunately the, the vocalist and songwriter Paul, uh, passed away, uh, like about five years ago, but they put out a, a seven inch on, um, shredder. Um, they put out a seven inch on, uh, rhetoric records. Um, they had, a probably like five seven inches out and uh the guy when i first met the guys in less than jake back in early 95 they actually turned me on to them they were playing them in their their old blue van and i was like who are these guys and they're like oh they're called jolt and uh i copied the the mixtape that they had <laughs> with the songs uh <laughs> on it um you know they're they're a great band that are definitely uh, underrated and uh, it's hard to find info on them, so I'll just spit out a few songs to check out. Um, Let It Go, Celeste, and um, Lullaby. Because if you just search for Jolt, uh, like on YouTube, you're probably going to get, you know, The Jolt. There was that, you know, kind of classic band, The Jolt. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. So, so it's it's hard to find stuff and there's not a lot of info about jolt online so you know if you search for this stuff search for jolt let it go jolt celeste and jolt lullaby um those are my three favorite songs by them and and they were around uh 
from the, I want to say early to mid or maybe past mid nineties. Um, so, and it completely underrated. Um, so those guys definitely, um, trying to think of anyone else. I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, well, there's a, there's, uh, a band that just put out a, a release. Um, if you haven't heard them, they're called stinky meatballs and, mm-hmm. um, they're from Ohio and they have this classic skate punk sound. Like, um, the main guy, uh, Jake, um, from the band, he's, uh, been putting out YouTube videos for years, like, uh, of, uh, guitar tutorials on how to play certain songs and stuff like that and he had a, a fan base on there and he kind of did like the solo thing like for years and he finally got like a you know full band together and they just put out this new cd um you could listen to it on spotify and stuff you just search for stinky Meat- meatballs and it's it's like got this classic skate punk sound with like a a touch of like you know that queer sque- screeching weasel pop punk oh, right up um, my alley style so um yeah that's you know that's a new band uh, well i wouldn't say new but you know um, like i said yeah newer and they just put out the the first full length or their first you know actual physical release so that's brand new um i would definitely check them out um, that's all off the top of my head. That's all I could think of. There, there is one thing I forgot to mention though, um, on top of the plans for recording and, and why I said, you know, hopefully January of course is due to COVID because right now, Texas, where I live is one of the States that, um, is quarantined from going to New Jersey and New York and PA. I can't fly in there without having to be quarantined for like 14 days. Um, so, you know, us recording is dependent on things calming down enough to that band being lifted. Otherwise I I won't be able to fly in, you know, up there. Um, but if all goes as planned, um, we'll have a new, new release out by summer 2021 and we're planning on doing like three to four shows um, oh, nice. in the, in the Northeast um, and New Jersey and Pennsylvania are two of those shows. I'm not going to say the other two right now because they're not, uh, you know, it's not concrete, but those two places are definite. Um, you know, if, if everything, you know, goes well with COVID um, because, we'll have, you know, what we record in January, uh, released in a physical format by the summer. Um, so it'll, you know, just come out, we'll have a, a new, um, a new album. And, uh, yeah, so we will be playing a batch of, of shows. Oh, that uh, is up awesome. There. So, um, those of us who either, 
never got to see us or haven't seen us since our union show in 2007 or before, um, you know, cross your fingers that uh, COVID either calms down or goes the hell away <laughs> and uh, you'll get to see us. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. No, that, that is, that is awesome. I mean that, so that 2007, is that the last time you guys played live? Yeah, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, the, the only other thing is um, uh, that New Jersey pop punk uh, Facebook group you know they they've been doing a series of those things called quarantunes yeah yeah uh like once a month or so where they have um you know people from uh like past new jersey pop punk bands and uh well i guess in Charlotte's case it would still you know would be considered present as well um do acoustic sets and in june i did an acoustic set uh on there and that was my first experience uh doing anything like that how was um, it I, I was nervous as hell you know beforehand <laughs> um but um it went well and and it actually helped kind of spark you know some interest in sheriff goats again for people that may have forgotten about us um you know, as well as, you know, some people that never heard us. And the show that we played, um, Fred uh, Mascherino, who was in uh, Breaking Pangea and, and Taking Back Sunday, and now yeah. he does The Color Fred, he played that show with us. Um, Janet LaBelle, who was in the New Jersey pop-punk band, Avery, uh, did a set. Um, and uh, believe it or not... Um, uh, Joe from the dead milkman yeah. uh, played the show. So it's like, it was like, wow, I'm playing a show with, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the head guy from dead milkman. It's like, That's you know, even sick. though it was like online and live, it was, you know, it was still kind of cool, you know? Oh, hell um, yes. So that was, I would I, I would consider that, you know, the first time since 2007, um, even though it was, you know, just me solo. It, counts. Um, it was mainly like it, it was mainly shower goat songs. I, I think I threw one uh, one or two short Stephen the Neurotic songs in there. It was like a combo uh, stuff yeah. off of my first EP. Um, but you know, it's mainly Charles Goat stuff. So, um, yeah, and that was in June. That, that, so that's awesome to, uh, yeah, to think you guys will, uh, you know, play a couple more shows would be very cool. I would definitely like to, uh, check that out. And I mean, it is exciting. Cause I mean, I, I, before this, I mean, obviously we're here to talk about the new record, but, uh, not realizing how much stuff you kind of have, uh, in the works You're You are a very busy man musically right now. It sounds like, I mean, you have your hands full. Yeah, well, you know, I uh, I never want to say Shower Earth Coast is going to go away forever um, because the band has, you know, done more for me personally, you know, than I could I could ever mention. Uh, uh, back when I did a, a podcast for um, This Was The Scene with uh, Mike Doyle. Oh, great podcast. Um, 
I, I mentioned it, uh, you know, it's that, you know, before Shower with Goats, I had no self-esteem. I didn't have very many friends. I was just kind of a, you know, loner that, you know, kept to himself most of the time. And, um, you know, Shower with Goats, but, you know, I was kind of forced to become this social person because I was the front man, you know. Um, and I used to even, you know, say like goofy and funny stuff, you know, on the stage. Um, like, you know, there, there'd be, you know, a cute girl standing next to her boyfriend and I'd say to the boyfriend, you know, uh, um, you know, on the mic, um, Hey, is that your girl? You'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, well, you better treat her right or otherwise I'm going to steal, steal her from you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I never in a million years would I, you know, and, and, they both laughed, you know, they thought it was funny. I mean, you know, a bunch of people in the crowd laughed, but, you know, I never would have even, you know, thought about, you know, saying something like that or, or much less approach a girl at all, you know, um, before then, you know, it's like, I was just this like frightened kid, you know, and, uh, with, with no self-esteem. So, Shower with goats uh, is what brought me out of that. You know, when when uh, you know, I, I started noticing that people took an interest in the band and actually liked something that I, I created. You know, it it meant everything to me. So, you know, that being said, as I said a minute ago, I don't want to ever say that shower with goats, you know, will break up. We may take long hiatuses of, you know, we've had band member changes in the past. Who knows? It could happen down the line if any of the guys, you know, don't want to do it, even though, you know, <laughs> it's only part time. Um, but, you know, it's something I, I hopefully can keep going in, in one form or another, you know, until I take my last breath. That's awesome. I mean, that that's, it's definitely awesome. I mean, as a, as a fan of a, what you do too, that's a, you know, I like hearing things like that where it's like, yeah, we just, you know, we kind of keep going with it, which I think more bands should do too. That idea of that, where you don't have to be doing something every second. Like I kind of like that where it's like, it like, it, it may not always be the most prominent thing. We may not be always be doing it, but it doesn't mean you have to break up or anything like that. We, we just kind of come back and work on it, you know, like when we have something to release or whatever. Like Descendants. Yeah, I mean, that's a great, you know what? That is a you know, solid example. That is a perfect example of that. And All, I mean, All hasn't put out an album in, you know, God, how long has it been? <laughs> God, like it, early 90s, mid 90s? No, no, no. It was, it was, uh, I think mid to late 90s. Um, okay. They had, a, what was it, Problematic. Um, was the last one. I think that was, was that 03, maybe 17 years what? ago? Wasn't it? See, uh, I, I totally forgot any of those came out in the 2000s. I thought they were all like at least late. Yeah, you know, they had Mass Nerder and then they had Problematic, was the last one. But they've never said that they've broken up, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, they've just been focusing on descendants on and off. So, um, but, you know, there was a long period where Descendants was just gone and it was all, you know? Yeah. Oh, um, most of the 90s, a good chunk at least. 
Yeah. Yep. So, um, you know, there's, there's other bands like that. And, you know, I mean, even if you don't have the time, um, you know, life changes, you get married, you have kids, whatever, you move a thousand miles from your band members, (laughs) (laughs) um, like me. And, and I mean, even the guys, you know, in descendants all, I mean, like Stefan Egerton lives, I think in Oklahoma and, you know, Bill is, is in Colorado and, uh, I think Milo, does he live in either, he lives somewhere on the West coast, I think. I guess I always assume but, California, but I don't know that 100%. Yeah. If not California, then Oregon or Washington. Yeah. He's definitely but, West um, coast. He's one of those. Yeah. But they make it work, you know? Oh yeah, to- so. totally. And that's, and that's the thing is, yeah, I, I think I wish more bands had that mindset that, uh, that you guys have. And yeah, that a great example of that too, descendants at all, where it's just like, yeah, we get to it when we get to it, you know, like when we have music and we have things to release, but there's no need to just be like, yeah, we break up. And then it's like, you know, make it so permanent. So, you know, I, I like exactly. that as a fan, but you know, this is, this has been great. I've been stoked to have you back on and uh, we definitely have to make sure you're on again, um, with not 40 years in between, I mean, I would assume probably once, <laughs> once the new shower with goats record is out, you know, once that stuff's going on, I mean, we would probably have you on much sooner than later, but as we are closing out here, man, I mean, now's the time. I mean, people, where can people grab the music? Um, you know, all the other not-for-profit record releases, um, you know, where can they find you online? All, all that stuff. Basically now people enjoy this. They want to hear your music. They want to follow you. Where do they go find all that stuff? Well, um, you know, the main place is notforprofitrecords.com is um, where you can order like physical releases as well as download the digital releases. And, um, you know, that's the best place because, you know, the, the majority of the money goes toward actually the label, which goes toward helping the charities. Um, but we have uh or i ha- i have started putting all the not for profit records stuff up on spotify and and itunes and all the other streaming services and i think every release is up except pink lincoln's in the queue the pink lincoln's headache um it should be up on spotify and itunes and and every other place uh, within a week it's just waiting on because they had the the cover song on there of elton john's uh, saturday it's all right for fighting so we're just waiting to get the uh the license back for that cover and then it should be up there but the split with chris uh is is up there um the shower with goats releases are up there so you could just look for shower with goats on spotify or if you want to check out the split uh i did with Steven the Neurotics with Krista Makes. You could just search for Krista Makes on Spotify. It's it's up there. Um, so you could check us out there. Um, Facebook.com slash Shower with Goats. Um, you know, I post everything on. And I'm also on Instagram as uh, at Steve Neurotic. Um, it's kind of a mix of personal stuff, like a vinyl blog, because I'm a big vinyl collector yeah, i get jealous of your he, collection i gotta i gotta say that on your instagram <laughs> sometimes you post shit and i'm like oh man you have one solid collection yeah thank you i appreciate it but um 
I do post the shower with goats uh, and Stephen and Radics. You know, if there's any news to post, I, I, that's where I'll post it as well. We don't have a separate, you know, shower with goats thing because, you know, since we're a, a band that's, you know, kind of like part time, it would be boring, um, you know, if it was just a shower with goats and Instagram. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I said, you Spotify um, and uh, notforprofitrecords.com. And uh, I just want to say, you know, thank you so much for having me on here again. Uh, you know, it was a pleasure the first time, and and uh, I was thrilled to uh, do it again here. I, so, I've been uh, excited, man. I, I can't thank you enough for coming back and for being our, uh, I mean, our very first guest, too. Definitely uh, got to thank you for that. That was, uh, that was nice. First person we ever asked to and didn't even say no. Beautiful thing. I was honored. I was honored. But, so... But no, man, that uh, that was awesome, and uh, this is this has been really fun. I and I'm happy now too. Now we uh, now we're two hours long, so we can play the whole thing. I don't have to cut anything. Podcast, we can play the whole damn thing. So I'm excited people can hear all this and uh, you know find the new record and stuff. But yeah, I mean, before we're gonna play some stuff now. But I mean, is there anything else we missed, man? Any uh, any like other I guess closing things before we uh, get into the music? Um. Go out and vote. Make your vote count. Well That's said. That's all I got to say. Well said. <laughs> so, all right, now we're going to play some uh, stuff off. This is not a reflection, and uh, we're going to kick it off right now with one of my favorites off of it. This is Glue right here on the Power Chord Hour. <laughs>
from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to The Power Chord Hour! Nice.
here on the Power Court Hour podcast. That was Shower with Goats with Pathetic Life. Before that was Shower with Goats with Rise Above. And opening up that block of music was Shower with Goats with Glue. All those come off the brand new record. This is not a reflection. And I had such a fun time talking to him. I totally forgot to ask him, which you, I mean, was a huge part of the uh, interview. But if you go watch the promo video, the uh, the proceeds for this one is going towards Black Lives Matter. And uh, you would have thought I would have asked him, like, as we're talking not-for-profit records, where the proceeds are going for this one. I totally blanked. Obviously, he totally blanked because he he never brought it up either. So uh, we both totally forgot. But uh, that, that I'm going to put a link for the uh, promo video that we were talking about with uh, everyone in it. But if you go watch it, uh, Mikey Erg of the Ergs band we uh, play on the radio show quite a bit uh, says where the proceeds go. And that goes to Black Lives Matter. So uh, go check that out. Great, uh, great album. I love the thing. If uh, if you're new to Shower with Goats, if you are familiar with them, either way, this is a uh, either a great introduction to the band. Like I would say, if you're new to them, this is a great place to start. And uh, if you're a fan of the old stuff, I think you're gonna like this a lot. You know, they uh, we kind of got into it in this one, but maybe not as much as uh, we did in the first interview. But I mean, they really were very prominent in that New Jersey punk scene that I talk so much about on here. You know, I mean, he, uh, you know, Steve had so much to do. Like, we didn't get into it this time. I believe the last time we talked about it, I mean, him putting out compilations, um, putting out other people's records, doing different things throughout the years that kind of got him ready and uh, prepared for what he's doing with not-for-profit records. But, uh, you know, definitely go check that out. Uh, And actually, if you're listening to this the week that this comes out, we're going to have that first Friday of the month coming up here where uh, Bandcamp waives their fees for artists. So, I mean, what better time to go grab that? That means even more money is going to go towards – all these different charities, whether you grab that or you grab any of the other releases up there from the Pink Lincolns or his split with Krista Makes of Less and Jake or uh, the other Shower with Goats releases, any of that stuff, they all go to great causes and uh, there'll be even more money towards them if you buy that during that first Friday. So if you're listening to this when it comes out uh, on November 2nd, you know, mark your calendar for uh, November 6th here and uh, go grab it. And either way, I mean, if, even if it's after that, go grab it. It still goes to a great cause, but you know, you can definitely uh, help maximize their uh, money there and their profits. So hit them up, notforprofitrecords.bandcamp.com and notforprofitrecords.com. I want to thank Steve again. He will definitely be back on again before four years passes. You know, we were supposed to have him back on in 2018 and uh, we just had some scheduling conflicts. It just never happened. And then, uh, you know, for a while there, I don't think there was just not a ton to promote. And now, I mean, as you can hear from that, he has quite a bit going on right now musically again. So uh, it's very cool. That was the last time too. When it, when it rains, it pours, because the last time I talked to him as well, he had like, you know, he just started the label, he was releasing new music, he did that split, you know, all with all the other stuff he was doing in his life, and, uh, you know, just busy, busy man, and it uh, looks like he's doing it again, and I'm excited to hear more new music for, from him, so uh, that'll be very cool, we uh, will definitely have him back on again in the uh, future, and yeah, definitely, definitely will not take us four years. But uh, that is going to be the episode. Thank you so much for checking it out. As always, go to follow online. We're at Power Chord Hour on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, check us out on Spotify. We put up all the playlists there every week from the radio show as well as other special playlists like my Power Chord Crash Course ones. And uh, I have ones up from the band X, from Big Star, from uh, Alkaline Trio, from their placements. And uh, they're like 17-song playlists that if you're new to the band, uh, this is kind of a, I would say, a point of entry. Like these are the songs you should check out if you're trying to get into a band. And uh, I also purposely do it where 
I try to I try to span their career. So like that's the other thing. I don't just I don't want to just do a greatest hits on those. So it's like I mean I put songs that you'll know, but like say like for X uh, per se. Like I didn't put Nausea on there. I didn't put Los Angeles. Um, you know there are certain songs that if you were doing a greatest hits for X, I would say were 100% on there and uh, probably their most well known songs. And I put some well known songs, but I put more like minor hits, uh, fan favorites, ones that I think were just you know some of their best songs. And, uh, you know, just on purpose to try to do that because it's like, I mean, there's probably hundreds of other playlists out there. There's definitely greatest hits uh, collections out there. So it's like I'm trying to do it a little differently. But uh, those Power Chord Crash Course ones up on our Spotify page as well as our weekly show mixes. Uh, more recently, if you listen to last week's October Rundown episode, I put up an accompanying playlist, which I'm going to start doing, um, where I put up, you know, a playlist at the end of each month of like a highlight of the music that came out each month. So like at the end of November here, I will have one in a, a few weeks. I don't even want to think about the end of another month. Uh, this year's just flying by so fast. But, yeah, so we're going to we're gonna keep doing that on Spotify. So give us a follow on there. And uh, we do have Power Chord Hour t-shirts. I would love to send you one. All you got to do is go rate and review us on iTunes. Send me a screenshot of said review. I will send you in a free sheet. <laughs> I, I have mush mouth. A free t-shirt, absolutely free. And I'll probably throw in some guitar picks. And uh, I'm going to have some Power Chord Hour stickers I don't want to say very soon, probably still going to be a couple weeks. I know last time I ordered them, it did take a few weeks to get them. I'm not complaining. They, they said it would take a while. And uh, with COVID, I'm sure that's not helping at all. And uh, But when I get those, we'll have more Power Chord Hour stickers to give out. I cannot believe how fast. I mean, I ordered 250 of those, and we are out. I mean, those things have went faster than the T-shirts, than any pins that I've ever made, the guitar picks. Um, like any promotional item I've ever done, nobody seems to like as much as they like stickers. So it, it seemed like a no-brainer to get more made. And uh, people have been asking me constantly for them. So we'll have those very, very soon. If you're one of those people who hit me up and I said, sorry, we're out of stickers, I am going to have stickers very soon. So hit me up again and uh, I'll make sure I will get some out to you. That is going to be this episode. I'll be back next week with another one for you. But until then, for the Power Chord Hour podcast, and I'm Anthony Merchant. Thanks for listening. <laughs>